Hey, what's going on, my coffee people? This is your host, Ethan Essig, and today you're going to find out that you got a new host, or a new co-host, KC Coffee Keek, Steve, he was the man, and I am excited to have him join me on the podcast. Um, there are a lot of perks uh, to that, because he knows way more about coffee than I do. I'm still kind of at my... I know where it comes from, and I know if I enjoy the taste or not. He is a much more refined human being, and has drank a lot more co- or a lot more varieties of coffee. So, in case you don't know much about uh, Steve, so he runs a site called Casey Coffee Geek, and he doesn't just review Kansas City coffee; he reviews coffee from all over the nation. So, he really does have a great understanding of a lot of different companies of coffee, especially in the Midwest. So um, definitely thankful that he uh, was able to come on. So um, yeah. So today in the episode, we kind of we just do some general BS, honestly. So it was fun. Um, we hung out at Messenger Coffee and I want to give them a shout out Messenger down in the crossroads in Kansas City, Missouri. Um their Dunlap room at the third floor of their beautiful cafe. We used that to record. And there was a mishap um, with the booking. So people were coming in and asked me if I have a reserve while we were recording. I left it in because it's not really a big deal at all. So, um, and I want to give them a shout out for great customer service in the cafe because I didn't, I didn't say anything because it's, it's fine. I understand mistakes happen and this podcast is not so important that I need to send an angry email or angry phone call or bad Yelp review. It's not a big deal. And if you're a person that does do that, shame on you. But so, but they gave me a refund for the room uh, without me even saying anything. So that was super cool. Um, and just, you know, says something about their great customer service there at Messenger Coffee in the crossroads. Um, but yeah, Steve and I talk about. Uh, our travels, what we experienced coffee-wise in Ireland, and he went to Canada, um, and I'm about to go to Italy and Germany, so I'll bring back more to report there, and we just talk about coffee in general, um, but yeah, so he's already got some great people to come lined up to come up on the podcast, and uh, definitely thankful for that, so make sure and check his stuff out at KC Coffee Geek. And make sure and check out Casey Coffee Collective to experience all these roasters that we interview and talk about on this podcast. Um, they appreciate your business and appreciate trying out their product. So, all right, without further ado, my episode with my new co-host, Casey Coffee Geek. All right, coffee people. I'm hanging out here with Steve, Casey Coffee Geek. Say hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going great. Hey, crowd. Um, so, announcement for this show, first off, is now uh, the Coffee People, pot, Steve and I will be doing, uh, a co- hopefully, we're shooting for a couple shows a month, pending our uh, busy schedules, but to be co-hosts and talk about everything coffee, so yeah, pretty pumped about that. I am excited, too. Yeah. So we'll do some interviews with people. I guess I might have to get a third mic for that one. Well, 
Yeah, and I've got that mic, so we might be. Oh yeah, there we go. Combining resources, <laughs> I like it. So we're hanging out here today in the what is it called, the Dunlap room? I think so. Yeah. Why is it called that? I don't Do you know. know. Maybe he paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. But it somebody, uh, somebody paid for this room. Yeah. No, I paid. Yeah. Um, so it's set. So, yeah, just hanging out here at Messenger Coffee in the Dunlap room. It's a pretty good view. Nice big window, like down towards Union Station. Yeah, I mean, this place is bananas for people who haven't been here before. Yeah. I mean, we're up on the third floor of a coffee shop, and yeah. there's a second floor and a first floor all coffee shop, so it's, you know, it's, it's pretty nuts. This place is, yeah, I mean, again, I don't want to offend any of my other roasters, but the, I mean, it's just pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, this, how giant it is. It, it qualifies as next level for sure, mm-hmm. because, I mean, I've been to coffee shops all over the place and you don't see yeah. anything like this so no I mean, it, you know this isn't like a startup company you know no. so they have funding from somewhere and yeah it's definitely you know people always ask you know hey where's a place i should go i'm gonna be there for a day or whatever and yeah as much as i want to send people to you know all sorts of different places it's hard not to send them to messenger because yeah. it's just such a unique experience and with the bakery downstairs yeah, and they're milling their own flour and doing all this. Yeah, stuff. I got a it's, I got a loaf of country bread in yeah. my podcast bag right yeah, now. You can't not. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. Only it's only eight bucks for fresh made whatever time today. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, their bread is awesome. And I'm kind of I I thought we were just gonna have the table because I've never actually like come in here before, but I kind of like this as a podcast setup. Yeah, just like the chit. And this furniture is wonderful. Yeah, they've got like somebody here is into um, like mid-century modern furniture and stuff. Oh, okay. I know that because uh, I was about to say, how did you find names. that out? I was sitting at a gas station one day, or not a gas. I was getting my oil changed one day. Yeah. At a place in Overland Park, and they have uh-huh. these chairs that will sometimes retail for like a thousand bucks, and there was like eight of them in there, and they were these <laughs> oh um, Herman God. Miller Ames chairs, and I just took a picture of him and put him on Facebook and somebody from here follows me and was like, Hey, what, what was that place? And oh. then later he came, he went to the place and offered him like 200 bucks for all the chairs. Nice. And sold to him. That's and I was awesome. Like, oh, man, I never thought of doing that. Yeah. So I know somebody here is a collector. So this is yeah. the, the private collection of somebody. They put the effort in. Yeah. yeah. This is like West Elm. Yeah. Just it's, happened in here. It's comfortable. Yeah. That's funny. We just geeked out about furniture for like two months. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone reserves this room very often because yeah. it's just like we may just um, have to hang a sign on there that says "podcasting go away." Yeah, I know. I'm fa- I'm failing pretty good. We don't have anything in our bookstores today. We don't normally reserve them on Saturdays. Oh, I did. I have an email about it. Edit out or just leave it raw. Yeah. No, it'll be funny. Hopefully we don't get kicked out. I need a refund <laughs> if that's the case. Yeah. Um okay. So before we go get double checked. Side note. Okay, well, never mind. I'm not gonna rant about it. But um so you've been traveling a lot lately. Yeah. How has oh we both we both have some good uh, coffee travel stories for you. So 
Yeah, I always, you know, if I get a chance to travel, I try to piggyback personal stuff if I can. I'm yeah. mostly traveling for work. Um, and I was in Montreal in, was that June or July? I think it was June. I got to go to Montreal, which, you know, being a pretty big city and somewhat, um, you know, there's kind of a European vibe to it. I was hoping there would be some coffee yeah. culture and stuff like that. So I, there's a coffee group on Reddit that I, usually if you're going anywhere, you can post on there and people yeah. have recommendations and stuff. So that's always a pretty solid place to get some recommendations. Uh, and there's quite a few coffee places there. So I, I ended up being in a hotel that was right downtown. Um, and there was within walking distance, probably five places, but mm-hmm. three of them came up pretty highly recommended. So, um, and one ended up being, I didn't realize it because I don't have the best like directional bearings and stuff. Yeah. So I'd walked out of my hotel, gone like a completely, <laughs> well, the place that was closest to my hotel, I ended up, I think hitting last. So I didn't yeah. realize like how close it was, but on the second day I was there, I was there for a conference. So I was there for a few days, but on the second day I realized, oh man, it's just like literally right around the corner. Yeah. Um, and the ones I went to, um, the one, so there was three I went to. One was down in the tunnels that they have that was interesting because when I, before I'd gone to Montreal, people talked about how great these tunnels are and how yeah. awesome it is down there. Maybe I was just in a wrong mood to be down there because the day I showed up, um, it was just raining like crazy. But it seemed like being stuck in an airport, basically, yeah. is the vibe I got from it. And so I wasn't really keen on being down there. Um, but that one was called Tunnel Espresso. Um, and it was just a, I mean, all like it was just a little tiny walk up. I mean, they had, a, yeah. it was like a literally like a hole in the wall that had an espresso machine stuck into it. And then um, I think they roast their own beans yeah, off was, premises as well. Okay. Um, that was good. It, they, the espresso was like nuclear hot, like almost to the point where just like, like, I couldn't, like I stood there for five minutes waiting for it to cool off. And it was whoa. just, so it was, it was too hot. So I think they need to fix that. But I mean, they yeah. were pumping out, you know, there was people like always 10 people in line and they were just cracking wow. them out. So I can understand. Um, the other one, I, there was another one I went to called Myriad and they have several different locations there. That one was a really cool little shop. Uh, it was kind of confusing because it was in a, it shared space with a clothing store. Yeah. So it was like raining really hard outside. And I, you know, my, I was on Google maps and it says, here it is. And I'm looking at, I'm like, this is a clothing store. So I checked and double checked, walked around, you know, city blocks. I was getting wetter and wetter <laughs> and, and I could smell like I could smell the coffee. So I knew it was there somewhere. But I just didn't have the confidence to walk into a yeah. you know, clothing store. And be like, where's the coffee? And, you know, who's this guy? And, and then I noticed there was a, a staircase going down. And I went, okay, that's where it is. So yeah. I found that place and it was really good. I went there a couple of times. And then the one that was right by my hotel was called Milk Bar, M-E-L-K. And that was kind of like a walk up. It was a real narrow. I mean, they had seating for maybe 10 people could fit yeah. in there. Um, kind of open. They had a big window that they could open just facing the street, which was really nice because it was nice weather when I was there the rest of the time. And they had probably, I think, four different, maybe three or four different coffee brands that are all Canadian. And they were all like fresh and stuff. So I picked up a couple bags. And you know, I like it my... when shops do that. They have the, yeah. 
if they're not roasting their own, they have a variety. Yeah, especially when you're traveling, it's really cool because you can pick yeah. up a couple different things. And so I picked up two brands that I'd never heard of before from that were Canadian brands and um, grabbed some coffee. And you know, it was nice just to have a, yeah, you know, be able to get out of the you know convention break or you know conference break and just you know run down the street and grab an espresso instead of having hotel coffee although the hotel coffee was actually pretty decent nice for once so that wasn't a bad deal either nice now when you go to when you're traveling around like what's your go-to drink to see if you dig the coffee or not usually um i like to drink espresso when i'm out for the most part if you know if i'm driving somewhere or like i want something you know for a while that's going to be warm then i'll get you know i tend to avoid pour overs at a lot of places. Yeah. Um, so I'll usually just get whatever's like, um, like their batch brew. Yeah. But I usually like espresso better. If I'm really just trying to get a sense of, um, a particular coffee, I like to get an espresso and then like a cortado or yeah. some places call them macchiatos, but basically just like a little tiny latte essentially. Yeah. And so that gives you, um, a good taste of what it's going to taste like in milk. The espresso is going to taste like in milk without having to drink like a, you know, 20 yeah. ounce latte. Yeah. I just can't handle that much dairy. So, yeah. Um, so that's usually my go-to some places. I know cat and cloud in California a few years ago, we were calling that a one and one. Um, and they, they just serve it like that. And there's a couple of places in town that call them that too. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. I think Hammerhand does that actually. Oh, okay. Liberty. I think they call theirs a one and one and basically they just serve, you know, you get a, a little tiny milk drink and you get the same espresso yeah. as espresso. Yeah. So to me, that's a good way to, to kind of try stuff out yeah yeah i i t- yeah i typically do like the cortado or like an americano because i guess just walking around drinking it for a little while yeah but yeah something with the espresso to see how it's going i needed to hear how a real professional does it so i'm not too far <laughs> off <laughs> i mean so, it's really whatever you like though like for people who well like yeah that's true. you know and yeah. then get cappuccinos so whatever. yeah you know, whatever your taste is, don't get an espresso if you don't like espresso. Yeah. What kind of coffee did you get from that shop? Um, I was, again, when I buy, a lot of times when I buy coffee, I was kind of running low on like just espresso for home. So I bought, Yeah. actually ended up buying three different bags of espresso while I was there. So I got a, one of the shops had 49th Parallel, which is a big roaster in, um, I think they're in vancouver somewhere in british columbia yeah and they're carried all over canada uh, i got a bag of their epic espresso which i'm i know it's a couple months old now but it still tastes really good um so i'm finishing that bag up and then i got a bag of oh, what was the other one uh detour coffee has something called punch buggy espresso which they change yeah they have like a profile that they like but they change the blend all the time that one was really good I think I posted a review of that on my site, actually. And then the other one, I forget the other name. It was something with an M. I'm having trouble with M names today, probably because we're sitting at Messenger, so everything yeah. is Messenger <laughs> now. Um, I want to say methodical, but I know it's not methodical either, but something close to that. Yeah. Um, and they had really cool, like, um, I don't know, the bags were, like, really colorful and kind of had a cool design on it. Yeah. So I picked up a bag of that. Although, speaking of that, that company, Detour... Um, that I bought, like I went to their website when I was preparing my review and their bags are like crazy because they use like Bauhaus inspired art. Okay. But they use all these different like shapes and colored 
combinations for the flavor profiles, which was, seemed really strange. The bags look cool. Yeah. Uh, but when I looked it up, I was like, this is kind of a crazy way of doing it. And they still have like descriptions on there and stuff. And my bag had like two faces basically interlocked. And that meant that it was, you know, more nutty and chocolatey or yeah. something or more balanced versus if there's like triangles on it, it means yeah. more fruity. And it was funny because the only people who probably know that system are people who work there because yeah. they're around it all the time, you know? So yeah, that's like interesting. A, a one-off bag, but they, they have a whole site on their, uh, or a whole page on their website devoted to their bag design, which I could certainly appreciate. Yeah. They still look cool, but even just like the use of colors and shapes to... So yeah, that's awesome. Influence, you know, the flavor profile. I thought that was kind of a cool thing. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. I, uh, that might be like, that's one of the things I appreciate most is just like cool bags. Yeah. Just, I mean, it kind of does, um, it does play that just like psychological factor yeah. of your, if you think that bag of coffee looks really cool, you're probably going to enjoy it more. Yeah. I mean, it certainly, yeah, I think it definitely influences buyers for sure yeah one of my favorite companies is a, a little tiny well it's a decent site well it's a two-man operation maybe three-man now uh, in a little tiny town in indiana called s&w yeah and they do a great job they sell pound bags instead of 12 ounce and they're usually 15 bucks so it's yeah pretty, it's a pretty good I know, deal i know tons of people who've ordered from them and they they usually are test roasting stuff so like i mean you'll order a pound from them and they'll throw in like yeah a bunch of other bags of coffee just hey you know give this a try and let us know what you think about it kind of stuff so they're a really fun company to order from but they um they just do like the old school like gold label with like yeah. a little like oval label on a black bag so they're yeah and i've and their website looks like it you know no offense to the and i i've told them this and they know it and, but um you know it looks like it's from like you know the geo cities days or whatever you know angel fire kind of website yeah because I've had people go to the website and be like, is this the right place? Like, yeah. I'm not even comfortable ordering coffee from here. I'm like, no, no, that's, right. that's the place. I'm not I'm like, if you guys order. have, like, good bags, you know, it'd be... But, they, yeah. but they're all about, like, giving you... But at the other... I, I also respect that you're not paying for their website. You're not paying yeah. for, like, a $5 yeah. bag. So, I mean, there is a balance with that. When yeah. you see some, you know, some packaging, yeah. it's like, hey, this is, like, 12 bucks worth of packaging here. Yeah. No wonder this is a $35 coffee for yeah. four ounces of it. <laughs> So there's a there's a line when it comes to packaging, I guess. Yeah, that is true. Still, we gotta we gotta get those guys on Squarespace because just yeah. like yeah, well, first we gotta get sponsored by Squarespace. And yeah, then we'll, then we'll hey get uh, Squarespace. Squarespace. Hey, all my websites are hosted on Squarespace. <laughs> yeah, I just recently said buy WordPress. Oh uh, yeah. It was Mine's just too complicated. I, you know, I've done Squarespace and WordPress, but I would just. WordPress is always cheaper and it's easy. You know, I yeah. have hosting already that get me you know, yeah. put like four or five sites on my host. So I'm like, eh, I'll just stick with that. Yeah. I know how to use it. It was just easier. I don't know why I thought it was easier to edit on Squarespace. Oh, Squarespace is way easier. Yeah. 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 So that would be why yeah. I did it. Cause it was like, this is just taking me too damn long mm -hmm. and to get it figured out. But um, well, I went to, uh, Ireland this summer. I was not expecting like a great coffee scene. Mm -hmm. I was surprised. Yeah. There were a lot of local roasters. Um, and of course I can't 
like remember any of the names now, but everything was sold in like tw- one pound bags. Oh, really? Yeah. Everything that I encountered. Um, but it was, it was a pretty, there weren't like a lot of Starbucks or anything like that around. It was, whether it was, uh, Dublin or, um, small towns, there were a ton of local roasters and, um, that was the surprising part, like out in like farm towns. And I like had in my bag, just like I prepped, um, like when I go camping and stuff like that, I use this instant coffee called Alpine Start. So I just brought a bunch of that because I'm like, I have no idea what I'm about <laughs> to encounter here. So I was just a little bit of backup, but pleasantly surprised at, uh, I brought some coffee back from there and still have a little bit of it. But um, the the scene was pretty good and super friendly cafes. Yeah. Everywhere, everyone was super nice. Cool. Yeah. Did it seem like when people were drinking coffee, did it seem like a lot of milk-based drinks? Or did it seem like people were drinking espresso? Or what was the vibe kind of like? Yeah, so there was like no drip coffee. Okay. It was all Americanos. Huh. Yeah. So they, they were definitely... Now, they did have like milk-based drinks, but a lot of people were just drinking Americanos. Yeah. I know um, I've got some friends in Australia, and I know... Occasionally we travel places where we end up in the same spot for work stuff and um, they it's all espresso based there. Yeah. So like they have a million coffee shops and but like even people who have like a coffee machine at home have an espresso machine. Yeah. Because I guess a lot of Italian immigrants ended up in Australia and so they brought oh, like, okay. you know, basically Italian coffee they, culture there. So I don't know that they drink a lot of plain espresso, but it's all like. Yeah. You know, it's Americanos. It's what they call flat whites, which are sort of like, yeah. you know, a, a drier cappuccino kind of thing and stuff yeah. like that. But it's funny because it's all espresso based. They don't yeah. really drink a whole lot of. There was a lot drip. of flat whites. Yeah. And there was the minus Starbucks, the chains you saw there were like Lily, Illy, oh, like yeah. the Italian companies. And mm-hmm. is it Lazara? Um, Lavazza. Yeah. Yeah. So. Those were the only other ones that you saw, so I think that kind of same influence was yeah. still in that area. Really, I probably should have done like more research on that, but you know. The thing about that, I mean, it's kind of fun just to, especially in Europe, it's fun yeah. to just walk around and explore, yeah. you know? Yeah. My problem is when I do a, when I pre-prepare and I've got a notebook with everything written yeah. down and direction, like then I feel like obligated to kind of go to those places rather than yeah. just to wander around. So I think there's a happy medium, you know, it's good to yeah. maybe have one or two places you might want to hit, but then yeah, to me, there's value of just wandering around, especially if you're not really, you know, if you have the, like, you know, when I was in Montreal, I had like half a day to walk around. Yeah. And then if I had like, you know, early morning or at the end of, um, going to, to, you know, courses at this conference I was at. So like, I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's nice just to have an open-ended, you know, just to explore and run yeah. into something and find it by accident, I think is more fun than, yeah, that's kind of, true. you know, going for it. But it depends on, you know, how much time you have and yeah. what else you're doing and who you're with and all that. Like, if I have my wife with me. I don't even try to prepare <laughs> anything. I just... Just go. Yeah, just go with the flow. You know? Yeah. But if I'm on my own, I tend to, you know, get one or two spots together. But like I said, then that sort of cramps on the exploration. Yeah. So Yeah. 
healthy balance. Yeah. That is key. Um, I am going uh, for my honeymoon. I'm going to Italy and Germany. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good. So that should be. I know the coffee in Italy should be Where excellent. Where in Italy are you guys going to go? Uh, like the Almafi Coast. Okay. My uh, dad used to work for Firestone. He's retired now. But when nice. I was 12, we got moved to Italy because oh. they have a technical center there. Yeah. So we were living in Des Moines, Iowa at the time. And then it was, hey, kids, we're moving to Italy. And it was like, Damn. okay. I was in seventh grade. I was going into seventh grade. So it was no, you know, and I'm whatever so at my age and the kind of personality i am it was fine my brother is a year older than me he was fine my yeah. sister was gonna hit her she would have been going into her sophomore year uh-huh. of high school so she wasn't quite as yeah. pumped although we all had a great time there but we ended up i ended up living there for six years but we lived outside of, like in the suburbs of rome basically wow so that was really cool um that's crazy and, do you go you back know, there pretty often yeah, we were back, um, trying to think, 2016 probably, I think. We went for a family vacation. I'm kind of jealous because my niece is graduating from high school this year, and so her and my brother and my sister-in-law, well, maybe my sister-in-law, she doesn't travel super well. She does not like to be on planes. Yeah. Uh, but maybe my sister is going with them, and she might be hitching her horse to their star or whatever that yeah whatever that, <laughs> i think i mixed like five metaphors yeah there, but um, <laughs> so i'm jealous of that but uh yeah I, that'll not, be cool yeah amalfi you know italy's a funny place because like you can go you can literally lightly toss a stone and you're gonna hit an espresso machine yeah and in rome especially like there's like, every restaurant every bar every you know there's a million coffee shops there yeah. And the espresso is basically identical every place. So there's something yeah. notable about that. I would now I'm a lot of people call me a heretic, but I would say the <laughs> the coffee's not at a high level. Yeah. I would say it's okay. Uh, and certainly like, you know, drinking espresso in view of like the Colosseum makes up yeah. for, you know, yeah, less than ideal flavoring, but like um it's just crazy that you can basically just walk into a place and get like a consistent espresso yeah. shot pulled by somebody with minimal training and stuff. So, I mean, they, their coffee culture is interesting in that regard because there's coffee everywhere and you're going to get a, a decent yeah. cup of coffee no matter where you go. And it's, I mean, it's every, I mean, there's 10 places on it, every block where you can get coffee. Now, Amalfi Coast might be a little different, but it shouldn't be too tough to chase up a yeah a cup of coffee and even then like i said the views always make up for you yeah know, any lacking uh, yeah you know preparation or whatever it should be pretty interesting yeah that's awesome yeah and i i don't know i don't know anything about coffee in germany yeah i don't know i you know most of europe i think is pretty espresso friendly and stuff yeah. so i mean you can get your americanos and all that sort of stuff probably yeah. pretty easily most places yeah. And even then, like your Illy and Mabatsa and stuff like that's, I think, decent. So, yeah, you know, and that's I think true. They have a lot of those kind of places around. Yeah. And I wonder if there, there will probably be like Starbucks and things of that nature, I'm assuming. There might be. Yeah. I don't know how much infiltration they have in outside of the United States. I know there's a lot of them, but I don't know if they're mostly in yeah. Asia or if they're all It's kind of like. It's kind of like cheating. Like, they have a ton of locations, but, you know, they have, like, 
three in the same airport yeah. kind of deal. Yeah, that's true. And then that counts as one. Yeah, that's great. Like the flights I've been on, you know, a couple of them have been like real early in the morning and I'm like, you know, whatever, I'm just going to get a Yeah. But the line is outrageous. I mean, there'll be 50 people standing in line, you know, yeah. and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get it. I'm just going to sit here and stare at this line. Yeah. It's not like there's anything else to do, but I just refuse to stand in line for like an hour to get a yeah. Starbucks. I just, hey, I'm, not, I'm not doing it. At least in KCI, that one spot does have roastery drip coffee. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you can break away and go to that. Yeah. Fill up your... I always take my hydro flask on there just yeah. to... So it'll last a little longer. Yeah, that's a good idea. Now, when yeah. you travel for stuff like that, I know with your honeymoon, it's maybe different, but like I'm assuming you take a lot of photography stuff with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, which always makes... Like, I always get shit, whoever, if I'm traveling with someone, you know, because I'll have, like, a third bag just with lenses and camera gear. Yeah. So. Do you always carry that on? You probably never check that stuff, no. do you? Yeah. I always carry it on. Yeah. Way too paranoid. You don't want to get, lose a bag of photography gear. No. That's an expensive bag, because you're only covered up to, like, I don't yeah. know what it is now, but, I mean, they'll, if they lose a bag, I mean, you're going to get a couple hundred bucks out of it, you know? Yeah. And you're pretty much screwed. So. No, yeah. They're definitely not paying for what uh yeah all that costs but yeah if i'm going on like a hiking trip um yeah i have a fairly intense setup i usually use just like that duffel bag and then a bunch of smaller bags yeah and kind of make my own camera bag out of that do you find that you like because when i went to italy the last time i took think i had a big zoom lens but i probably brought three lenses with me in a yeah. digital slr you know full size not a not a the crop sensor you know not a full sensor but yeah and then the extra battery i mean the thing weighed a ton it yeah. took up a, you know i mean it was this medium-sized messenger bag that i'm carrying around all day and i found i very rare like i basically never used the the zoom lens yeah I was usually shooting, you know, because it was all in city. So I was shooting yeah. mostly like a wide angle, yeah. you know, zoom. Um, and then I was getting my iPhone out a lot because like when we were <laughs> yeah. in like the Sistine Chapel or like in the Vatican museums and stuff, the low light. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I shoot on Pentax. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's got okay. And I'm always like a generation behind on cameras because I yeah. refuse to buy new cameras. So I'm a used camera guy. Yeah. So I'll wait for the, you know, it was a thousand dollars five years ago. Now it's 200 bucks. I'll buy that body kind of yeah. person. Um, yeah. So I'd never have like a super duper, you know, sensitive sensor and stuff, but I was pulling my iPhone out enough that I think if I travel, like if I traveled to Rome again, I think I would just take my, like I would yeah. just use iPhone and yeah. just deal with it because yeah, the cameras on phones are really pretty good, especially for wide angle stuff, you know, yeah. and yeah. It's just so convenient to not have a camera to carry around, and especially in a city like Rome where you can get pickpocketed without even knowing it. It's just like yeah, the the bandwidth you're spending on like making sure your hands on your bag and that you know somebody hasn't gotten into your bag and stuff. Yeah, and it just seems like it takes. Does away that from happen the all the time there? Sometimes, but like so. But do you, when you take a bunch of like camera gear do you feel like you actually use all of it or yeah um not really when if i'm doing like something in a city like i have like the camera i have like my main camera is a sony a7r2 
but um, I have like a crop sensor or or the micro four thirds or whatever oh, yeah. sensor, right. um, uh, a Canon, and I just put like a zoom lens on there. And I mean, it, good quality photos. Yeah. Either way, so it's super light. Like, just I can just hold it in one hand and throw it in my bag, and it doesn't really bother anything. So that's kind of what I do if I'm just like running around, if I'm in a city or at Disney World or something like that. But when I'm hiking, I do have usually a couple lenses Mm -hmm. and all the battery stuff and the filters. And it gets to be a little much sometimes for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I've just slowly kind of got it figured out to where it's not as much of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like I have, like if you, there's like this uh, clip thing you can put on your bag. Oh yeah. So then you can kind of just holster your camera. Yeah. And then it's not as big of a deal. So since I started using that, it's been a lot easier. It's just funny that like I tend overpack with stuff like that. But yeah, last summer, this summer I haven't been out at all. To I've just been too busy this summer. But last yeah. summer I got into um, Milky Way photography a little bit. Yeah, and I went out a couple times. And we were down in Warsaw area for just a weekend at the lake. Um, so I took camera, took tripod scouted a location, went out to the location, got everything out, and then realized that I had taken the like the extra battery, like to save yeah. a little bit of space, I'd taken the extra like battery handle off of my camera, and that's what I had my tripod okay. mount on. Yeah. Or the you know, the cleat or whatever. So I had all this stuff, but I, I ended up having to like pop open my trunk a little bit. Yeah. And then like just set my camera on there and hopefully nice. getting into the sky, which it sucked. It was terrible. But I was so <laughs> pissed off because like I planned it out. I have an app on my phone called Photo Pills, which helps you know where the, well, it doesn't help you. It tells you exactly where the, like, you know, if you're looking at moon or if you're looking at, like it does every, like you can plan yeah. out all your photography that way. So I knew where the, where the Milky Way was going to be at what hours. And, you know, I was all pumped to do that and then I got out there and was like I can't even take the pictures because of the one thing I needed which was the little you know mount yeah. for my tripod I didn't have because yeah. I took something off yeah. last minute and I, I keep know. all my stuff in like a big camera backpack but like yeah I'm not lugging that thing around because it weighs you know and it's got all these lenses and stuff that I never use and so it's like yeah you know but then that one time I would have yeah. benefited from having that i didn't have it and then it lost, yeah. i lost all my pictures yeah you know, i couldn't take pictures because of that so i was pissed off at myself that is a buzzkill <laughs> it is so easy with camera stuff to just go way overboard yeah but i like i don't carry around a tripod anymore yeah i kind of I, I guess i just have like the running gun style about yeah. it so yeah i try not to get too stressed out yeah yeah because then it's just, I don't know, ruins everything when right. you just get, like, happen with you. You just yeah. get pissed off and you're just like, shit. Yeah. This is not fun anymore. Are you uh, going anywhere else soon? Um, Chicago in a couple months, but that's for, I'll be in the not cool part of Chicago, and that's for a training thing for a... You'll be like in the burbs of Chicago. Yeah, I guess it's just far enough out that you can see the skyline. Yeah, but it's too far out, and it's in a not easy access to public transportation part of it. So, like going gotcha. to town for like dinner or something is sort of out of the question. So that sucks. They get you right by it, but not 
quite in there, so it kind of stinks, but it's for training, work-related stuff, so it's sort of, yeah, it's okay also. Yeah. But yeah, that's really the only thing. Usually spring and summer are my heavy travel times for mm-hmm. like conferences and stuff. We might go, my wife and I might go out to, um, or we're, the plan is to go out to the East Coast, Northeast, in the fall to try to hit some colors. Oh, okay. I think we might stay around like Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I've been there for work before and um, that was a cool little town and that's a couple hours north. You can be into Maine and like some yeah. um, lighthouses, which there's some really cool ones along the way. And a couple hours south of there, you're in Boston. So it's kind of like right in between. And then yeah. you go west, you're, you know, out in the, you know, I don't know what that part of new england would really be called but i mean you're into like where the forests are and stuff mm-hmm. to be able to hopefully see some some color changes and stuff that'll so, be chill yeah we haven't we haven't really gone on a a trip actual fun trip probably you know six yeah. or seven years ago was the last Dang. time we really you know we've gone on little weekend things here or there or family you're you due know, family for one, trips, man. but it's nice to just go with the two of us so yeah so we might do that but and with stuff with something like that you know it's i don't like I said, when I travel with my wife, I don't really think about like, you know, trying yeah. to find coffee places or trying to do too much like that. Cause yeah. I mainly just want to take cameras with me and have fun and, you know, yeah. that have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the way to go. Um, are there any new places around here you're trying to check out? You know, there's a couple, um, I'm so bad with names anymore and I don't write anything down when I should. Um, you know, we just talked to, we were talking before we started about how, um, key coffee got bought by thou mayest. Yeah. Um, and they have a new location. Well, thou mayest has the outpost. So I we'll love the outpost. Over there Cause their place was really cool. Like that yeah. was another, that was another place that, um, their coffee isn't like my favorite. It's yeah. not bad. It's just, it's, you know, they make good coffee, but it's not like destination worthy for me. Yeah. Uh, but the, the place that was down in the crossroads was like, it was kind of like before yeah. messenger made this place. It was kind of like one of those, yeah. you got to see this place. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really cool looking. Um, yeah. So I always recommend, you know, that, so I want to see their new place. Um, you know, they've always yeah. done good things and they have good customer service and yeah, they, they do. The owner Bo is a cool guy and all that. Um, I would say they're a summer pour over beach party. Uh huh. It's an Ethiopian. Super good. Okay. I'll have to try that. Out. Yeah. Um, there was another place that just opened in, or I don't know if it just opened, but I just found out about it. That's in the garment district somewhere which I don't even really know what part of town that is here in Kansas City. Yeah, I have no idea. It looks pretty cool, and they don't roast their own. It's just uh, I think they're using, they might even be a messenger shop. I'm not sure. But it looked cool, and it's just another place to, it's somewhere in midtown, downtown. I think it's more downtown. PT's Um, has a new power and light spot. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I I went there last week. It's pretty awesome. Is it? Yeah. It's a... and I think they're opening up a couple new locations out in Kansas as well. Okay. But, uh, I think Lawrence might be on the list, right? I yeah. Think they're opening something in Lawrence, which, yeah. you know, college town, that certainly makes sense. So, yeah, that would be good. That's who we're, uh, sorry, uh, subscriber spoilers, but that's who we're shipping out this month. Oh, is cool. PTs. Do you know what coffee? Yeah. The blends, the blend people are getting the Flatlander. And I can't remember what single origin okay. I ordered, but, and then 
for the couple decaf people got a. They only have like one decaf. So. Oh really? Huh. Yeah. God, they roast a lot of different coffees. You go to their website. They, they do. It's crazy. That's like. Yeah. If you're not prepared to know what you already like, like it, I think yeah. it's overwhelming because they have, at any given time, I mean, they got 20 coffees they're roasting at one time, yeah. it seems like, which is cool. But if you're just like, oh, I'm going to browse around and see, because they all sound great. And with PTs, I mean, you can't get bad coffee. It's all good. Those guys. Yeah. So in that it's, regard, I guess you could just go and spin the wheel of. It's overwhelming ordering <laughs> for our subscribers. Like, I'm like. I'm like, which one do I pick? Yeah. I think, so I've sent out John Brown, and then, yeah, I'll send out the Flatlander. And next time they cycle back through, you know, everyone loves their Flying Monkey oh, Espresso. Yeah? I don't think I've, I don't think I've had that myself. Anything, anyone I've given that to, they're just like, love it. Yeah, PT's is great. I mean, they're, yeah, they've been doing it for over 20 i mean i think they started in the early 90s if i remember yeah i think they started in 93 yeah so 26 years yeah yeah their operation's great their quality i want to order some bird rock their sister company out in san diego yep which it's literally the exact same branding just with hi did we not book it Uh, whoever I email, I don't know. Okay. Um, have you like All right, and we're back. I I gotta check my email to see if I messed up something, <laughs> but I'm, I'm like pretty sure. Hey, we got squatters' rights at this yeah, point. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is our place now. It doesn't matter. We <laughs> the reservation is almost over. I wasn't even here for all of it <laughs> anyway. I was like, I'm gonna sleep. You might, yeah. That storm last night. I'm tired of the storms in the middle of the night. Yeah. My grill is destroyed. It was like thrown in the middle of my yard. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we have two dogs, and one dog couldn't care less about weather, but the our, we have a little rat terrier chihuahua who gets really yeah. nervous. And her thing is she'll come up to the side of the bed and scratch at the bed. Yeah. But when you lean over to try to pick her up to get her in bed, then she runs away. Yeah. And then she comes back and scratch, 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 and then runs off and then comes back, scratch. So she'll do that all night long. Yeah, so that, that's you know, what my it, it rains or storms, I'm up all night because she keeps waking me up every 30 yeah. seconds, scratching at the bed. Yeah. And if I get up and try to like get after her, then she runs away and then I'm chasing her all over the house just to. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a <laughs> no end. Battle. It's horrible. Yeah. My one of one of my dogs does that. She's like a mix of everything. But yeah. She, like, jumps up at the bed and then will, like, just jolt away. Mm-hmm. It's like, can you just leave me alone? Yeah. For the love of God, please. Okay. Well, how, how do you want to wrap this puppy up? I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to, at some point, come up with, uh, no, I don't, you know, call. Yeah. Thing. I don't know what you call those radio things, you know, intros yeah. and outros. And like all a sign-off. An official sign-off? No, we don't need something like that. Yeah, we can do it. Less formal, right? Yeah, that's true. Maybe we could get a studio at the WeWork building. That would probably be expensive as shit. Maybe, probably. Yeah. I don't know anybody. We find a coffee friend that lives down here somewhere that we can just use their apartment or something. Yeah, I bet the roastery has a room, too, they would let us use. They have, like, their, like, office, like, in that 
building inside the their giant roasting facility. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's where I did the podcast with them. Huh. That their roasting facility is just like mind blowing. Yeah, I've never done the tour or anything like that. Roastery was probably the first um, coffee I had when I moved to Kansas City twelve years yeah. ago, and they've just been. And you know, it's one of those things. PT suffers from that a little bit too, where there's a perception that they're this, this big company you can buy yeah. it everywhere and stuff. So people think, yeah, I don't know. They kind of sleep on, um, yeah, I love the roastery like coffee, that, you know, but it's delicious. been around forever. And, yeah. You know, they, they make good coffee. It's just one of those things I just never reach for because there's just, yeah. well, Kansas city, we have a, a problem of, you know, abundance. So it's, yeah. I mean, you could go months without drinking the same brand around yeah. here because there's just so many to choose from. Yeah. It's, yeah, and that, the reason there, that, that's why everyone needs to subscribe to Casey Coffee Collective, <laughs> so you can have a steady dose of variety, and get cool merch every month with your coffee, that's, that's why. There you go. Okay, well, I don't know, I'm right, all right, well, I hope you guys enjoyed our first official co-hosting session, it was fun. We, we had barely anything planned going into it. Yeah, that's good just to, yeah. just to ease into it, I think. Yeah. And then hopefully, if anybody wants to come on the show, they think they got interesting stuff, reach out. All right. Well, uh, anything else you want to add? No. All right. Adios, people. All right, see you. <laughs>